Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. And uh, we're here to, uh, you know, normally I would say give you guys lots of advice, but we're doing something different today. I need you all to sit down. Maybe, maybe sit. prepare yourselves. Down. Something very exciting is happening. We warned you something was coming. It's here. It's here. <laughs> I'm having a hard time speaking. I'm having a hard time breathing because today we have a freaking guest. A very special guest. Um, and dear to our hearts. He's so dear to my heart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm convinced that after this, we're going to be best friends and be maybe make it Instagram official. He's going to invite us to there. dinner parties and, and we'll just be family friends, you know? <laughs> I can't. I might have screamed when his Zoom thing popped up and that is embarrassing, but I'm moving past it. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a freaking guest today. We're so excited. Also, we recorded this on Zoom, so head to our YouTube channel if you want to watch the interview as well. Mm -hmm. But um, did we just say it? Like, I don't know what to do. Bob freaking Saget was our guest and we had the best conversation with him. We talked about all things, um, you know, just like acting from shows he's been on to comedy, stand up, also just quarantine and just real life where we're at right now. And it was a great conversation. We also shared a very funny turn it up with him (laughs) and, uh, yeah, it was great. So, so freaking enjoy this episode. I keep saying freaking cause I'm freaking excited. Bob Saget. (laughs) well freaking bob saget oh my god i can't believe i don't know what to call you Uh, do i call you mr saget like that feels wrong like your honor sir no no No, i'm not worthy (laughs) just bob i'm just just so weird I know, but I'm just a dude i'm just a guy i never really thought of separation of uh show business and body of work and being a human being. So I never really that's cool. looked at it that way. I'm just not uh, an ageist. I can talk to, a, my, I have a dear friend that's 98 and uh, I don't really have, I have a couple younger friends that I worked with, you know, that, uh-huh. that I keep in contact with. But for the most part, um, everybody's in their 20s, 30s, 40s in my life, you know. Yeah. That's 50s, 60s, cool. 90s, death, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to them too. I need advice. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Is it weird that, we like knowing that we grew up with you on our television. No, I've accepted it. And I think yeah. most people that you talk to, uh, you know, I grew up watching you is a thing that people say. And I've said it to people. Yeah. I mean, I, I was a Star Trek fan when I met William Shatner for the first time. Oh I was gosh. like, I'm, when I met Tom Petty, um, I was at Gary Shandling's house and uh, he had, he was friends with Tom. And I just said, I just went up to Tom and I, said uh man i just and he took his glasses down he went i know man i know. <laughs> I was like, that's, like i know i get it that's how you approach it you know it's like uh being a person so those are the people that yeah. are my favorite people uh oh, that yeah, are that course. are that are successful that aren't celebrities you know that yeah. are, right that are people and they do different kinds of work that you admire and, yeah. and they inspire you and stuff no, how did you guys amazing. get started with this? I want to hear about you guys. So what started this podcast? How did you guys meet? Yada, yada, yada. So Ash has like always been a huge fan of podcasts. I'm a total like new, new into this world, but she kind of met up with me and was like, Hey, like I want to start a podcast. You like to talk, which I do. So then <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. And it kind of just, we love people. We find people interesting and how 
we're all so different, but all can relate on just like the weirdness that comes with being human. So we kind of then settled on this, like, let's just have people send in stuff and we'll talk about it and give, you know, two strange girls will give you advice on how to live your life. And which, where else would you get advice? <laughs> well, the no, whole exact- like... The Go whole ahead, like sorry. idea that we had in our head was uh, was like we we're, we're we're on YouTube and we do videos and stuff like that, but we love we love podcasting. I listen to it constantly, but I was like, how how can I do a podcast where I don't have to constantly create some kind of content in my head because that's just so much more work on top of everything. And then right. both of us were like, wait, they'll submit the content <laughs> and we won't have to think. We'll just read it and talk about it. And it was just like a win-win from there. And then we've been best friends for years. So it just kind of yeah. worked out that way. How old were you when you guys met? Oh, um, 24? Somewhere in there, yeah. Where I'm 33, she's 30, and then we met like about seven-ish years ago. Right. Two of my so. daughters are uh, 33 and 31. How long have how long you been doing this podcast? A year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. I haven't been doing it. I did it right, started right before quarantine, a couple weeks before, because I wanted to do it in my heart because of I was out touring and I saw what the world was like and I couldn't take it. I just, yeah. people were yelling at each other in the audience. So it was already, the fuse was already lit for yeah. a lot of yeah. racial, political, everything horrible that we're living and that yeah. we want to go away and have people communicate and have justice and honesty. And I was out doing what I wanted to do, but it was out, it was like offending people. And then I was going to do a special around now, but this podcast is something I want to do forever. I mean, it's like, yeah. I could be directing a movie. I could be on a TV show and I could do it. I mean, I, we've got the board now. So it's your best friend. It's your best friend. And there's, you just like, have the- there's gotta be such a freedom for you to, actually just be able to sit and be creative and just kind of like go with, you know, what, whatever concept you're coming up with, like on the spot, instead of having someone, I don't know, like compared to TV and stuff, like having a director or a producer tell you exactly everything that you need to do. Well, I mean, I've been, you've been around for a while. In, in standup. Yeah. I've been around for a while. Uh, but, but with standup, no one tells me what to do. You know, that's why standups are standups. Not. You do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they say, don't do that piece. Do you want to do that piece? And then sometimes I'll say right before I'm shooting a spe- last special I shot, uh, zero to 60, a few years ago, I, I, I said, I'm going to be cleaner this show. This is going to be a cleaner show. And I got off stage and <laughs> the producer said to me, that was cleaner. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what don't happened. Know what happened. There, were, there were people there. It yeah. just changed. And I don't do it for shock value. I get a temperature of the room. I know what I find funny, which is like what a 12-year-old would find funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so we talked about Full House a little bit. I was definitely like huge fan. Mm-hmm. And I remember the only other person on the cast I've seen was Kimmy Gibbler when I was little. Who's a, who's a sweetheart. Yes, and I... I was still young enough to where I didn't understand that they're they're not those people in real life as on TV. And so my mom, my mom told me the story. She said I leaned over and was like, Mom, but I can't smell her feet. <laughs> and then she was like, Oh, honey. Cause you know, Kimmy always had the stinky feet. And so I said that yeah. and she turned around and looked at me and obviously was like, You're cute and wrong, but it's fine. But that's my only other interaction so when we got the email saying you were coming on we both were like did you read i'm confused is this happening we were so excited well and oh, that's so nice thank you yeah <laughs> taryn has seen oh i have seen you, you before. before 
Do I look familiar? <laughs> Let me, all angles. <laughs> where, where have we seen each other before? Well, by scene, that's a loose term. Um, I, I can't remember where, but I went to this like cl- club bar thing one time. And I remember right. we passed each other and I freaked out, but that was the end of the story. <laughs> so... I I would love to say, oh, I remember that. Oh, of course. If you ever remember <laughs> going bad. somewhere with a girl on a dance floor that you were like, she's either on drugs or something's wrong with her, but she looks sober, that would be me. Well, that's <laughs> wonderful. That's, a, that's I have, great. That's I your, have no chill on a dance floor, so if you, that you ever stuck You should have that out. in your bio, on your IMDb. That should I should. Be I should. I should. I'm going to change the, that. Or make it your profile. I'm the girl on the dance floor that freaks out when she sees someone yes, that she likes. But is sober. Your film. That's the twist. Looks drunk, but is super sober. You don't sober. know where she's at. She's just that weird. That's yeah, people think I'm stoned all the time. Every yeah. time. Actually, um, you know, it's just interesting that people, because I talk to stoned people really well. I mean, I just, because I'm there already. It's like you're saying. It, yeah. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm there. It's like, I'm fine. I like stone people. They laugh. Yeah. My podcast, one of the guys I called, he was so excited to talk to me. He just started smoking. And oh. he, he laughed the whole time. And he was talking about uh, losing a family, or one of his family members that had COVID. But he kept laughing because he was stoned. And it was, <laughs> I couldn't stop talking to him. It was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Like, and the position that puts wow. you in, it's like, yeah. we're laughing about this? Can I'm I, trying to read your cues, optimistic man. guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. That's amazing. Yeah, these are, these are rough days. So what you're doing and what I'm trying to do is bring in solace to people. They get to have a conversation kind of with their friends and that's who you are to them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, one of our biggest responses we always get is like, oh, we feel like we're there with you and you're like our big sisters. And that's always meant so much to us. Cause when we started this, we're both the type of people, like you were kind of talking about earlier, like we don't have different personalities. Like what you get from me here is what you're going to get from me if I meet you or at my other job. Like it's just, we wanted it to feel super fluid and genuine. So Raw, when we get that response really and the fact that it's like, it's just an escape. Cause a lot of these people, especially younger people are like not able to go to school and interact with people. So the yeah. fact that they feel like it's an escape is such a cool thing. Well, to answer your question from before, I have become, and I've talked about it a lot more Danny Tanner than I ever thought I'd be in my whole life. Really? Um, well, it's, it's been quarantined. So, um, yeah, I, I've been cleaning and I've been doing stuff and I, and I've been windexing and I've been dust busting and all the stuff that I was made fun of for being the clean freak on full house, which was based basically on Felix Unger, who was on in the odd couple, Felix and Oscar. It was based on that neurotic character that, uh, the great Neil Simon wrote. Oh, interesting. And so, yes, I mean, it was just a derivative thing. And the show was originally three men and a baby. That's how they, it was that movie had come out and then it became this other thing. And then it, uh, it became this show where every character was serviced. Every character, you would have a Michelle show, you would have a, well, every show was a Michelle show because she was so, uh, they were amazing. They were amazing, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, some kids called it the Michelle show. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, but every character, you'd, you'd have a DJ, of course, episode, and Stephanie would drive a car through the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Danny took his ring off when he accepted that he lost his wife. Yeah. But they dealt with, to deal with some of those issues was kind of good. 
because yeah. I would hear, like you guys hear from people, and they say, hey, you're really helping me. You know, you're like a friend. You're like a big sister or whatever. Yeah. Uh, with me, it would be like, I lost my mom, and your show, my dad and I watched, and that particular episode, and I hear from people that are in their 50s that tell me that. Yeah. It makes me 110, but it's <laughs> it's it's really... You know, things that I would, when I was like 33 doing the show and I wasn't understanding the importance of doing a uh, a family show. And yeah. that is as valid as doing shows that I looked up to more. You know, we were on against Seinfeld for a while and it was like, yeah. boy, I wish I was on Seinfeld, you know, but, and then Comet got a movie, uh, Comet oh. the Dog became oh, Air yeah. Bud. Oh and my gosh, I didn't know that. He was Air I Bud really and, they, oh and he was... He was twins, kind of, and uh, and Stamos was mad because the dog got a movie and he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> but but Such I a diva. I appreciate that show now more than ever, and the response from the world proved it to me how valid it yeah. was. And I just tried to be as good as I could as a parent on it. That was kind of what I tried right. to do. So so I always find this so interesting. Obviously. I feel like on the inside, I totally could have been a great actress. You know, I never pursued it, but... You could still do it. You're young. I, you could yeah. do it. I, you know, I always, like, I'll have a day where I'm like, should I be an opera singer? And then I'm like, Taryn, like, there's some stuff that needs to happen before that. But Should um, I be a superhero? Should I fly? Mm, let's go try it. Yeah. Um, mm. But it's always By the interesting. Way, kid, kids listening, don't try that. Don't try. No, flying. I'm sorry. Thank you. Disclaimer. Yeah, we're not. Right. We're not there yet. We don't. We don't know exactly. Um, but it's so interesting because you know you get hired for a job, you obviously are excited about the project you're doing, and I know for seasons and TV, it's like you're kind of like okay, like let's hope we get picked up for season two and stuff like that. Right. When did you know, like, holy crap, like this is huge, like this is not. I mean, it did you ever four know? Years. Four years. It took okay. four years because we were not doing well, and oh, we were okay. on uh, we were on Tuesday nights, and we were on against Seinfeld at the same time, and oh, they dang. weren't doing well. Okay, and and the network, both networks, had I think they were, I think they were smarter then. I think it was more of a time of you know it wasn't the cable. You didn't have the menu that could be every show on the earth you could watch right. yes. whenever you oh want. Oh, my God. Stri the streaming. Options. There was no streaming. There was no cell phone. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was a curly cord and a box in yeah. your car. <laughs> you know. And uh, back when I was a boy. But, yeah. um, <laughs> but Full House was on Tuesday nights. Didn't get a number, but the network loved it. And the network stood behind it because their kids loved it. And yeah. Seinfeld really found itself and that's when they found their sweet spot on Thursday nights and became yeah. obviously one of the best shows ever made. Mm -hmm. And we became what I think in reflection is one of the best family shows ever yes. made yeah, for, for kids, that, yeah. for kids to watch with their parents. I mean, there are a bunch of them. Um, but then we moved to Friday nights and that was a uh, TGIF. So they ran us twice a week, ABC for a while. So yeah. I think one year we got picked up for two years straight. And then that's when we knew they moved us to Friday nights. We became the eight o'clock, the, the the flagship Stable. show yep. mm -hmm. of that night and that became and that was Bob Iger who's the you know he's the head of the whole play of all of Disney he's Walt Disney basically yeah. and it was Ted Harbert at the network and those two gentlemen uh did it and we at, by the fourth year it was like wow we're uh we're in the top 10 you know we were in the top 10 yeah. a lot that's so that's when you know 
that yeah. but we didn't know we really fought and we didn't know sometimes if we were going to come back after the the first first three years were like we didn't know what was going to happen i was used to not being on anything so mm. uh it was interesting to be a 30-year-old guy with a 10-year-old daughter on the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Wait a second. So I was a Randy 21-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Danny Tanner might have been a clean freak, but he had but, he, he had it going. But he had his days. Yeah. <laughs> Do you respond if you hear Danny out in public? Like is that something that like you would automatically I, turn your head I, to? I have an automatic Most people call me Bob cuz that's yeah. when you know you're known. Yeah, when um, it's your name. And, yeah, with a mask they don't, but I'm not out that much yeah. anyway. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but I, when they call me Danny, I'll go, oh, hi. And, and it's Bob, by the way. And and yeah. people are cool about that. And they go, bye, Danny. And that that's when you know they're uh, trilennials or whatever's yeah. the next generation. <laughs> Marsupials, I, mean, I think, is yes. next. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't speak to them. Yeah. That's hilarious. Jack Nicholson then, once said, being famous is like being the mayor, you know. And mm. Jack Nicholson's a guy that I met years ago, and, and he was a, a person, obviously this amazing actor, that, you know, would talk to people, and he was always himself, you know? And it was funny yeah. and charming, unless someone was not. Yeah. And Rod, Rodney Dangerfield was a friend of mine. Most of the people that are the icons um, enjoyed when people would already know them, would feel like they knew yeah. them. That's the biggest compliment. Well, too, like, I feel like just in conversations in general, like, when you have this, like, thing that ties you, like, so, like, I know, I watched you, you were obviously on the show, you automatically feel like a connection that you can build a conversation on, so, you know, like, I can hear someone from across the way say, like, oh, I like Legos, and for me, I'm like, hi, best friend, like, let's talk, you know, because... I do Side too. Note, she loves oh Legos. Oh my gosh, yeah. If we were recording in my room, you would see my Lego display. But what, I know what I'm a is nerd. the display? What what shape is the uh, what's your biggest Lego uh, conquest that you've accomplished? Mm. Um the Millennium Falcon. She's you did beautiful. That. I she did, did I did that. Yes. When did. she, she when she says it. display, she yeah. has a full on bookshelf full of Yeah. A Only ton my of favorite them. sets. It was weird. I like randomly did it because I saw a Harry Potter one and then like halfway through it I was like I'm in trouble because this is not a cheap hobby no <laughs> not a cheap hobby and then it's yeah like it's train just, sets yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but um Lego's official Instagram follows me and and that was the best moment of my life so far yeah 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 so far <laughs> I was I was That's... on the toilet and I cried hysterically so <laughs> It was a, it was well, a great I time. always cry on the toilet. You know, <laughs> most Very, of us do. It's Depends. emotional. <laughs> I hate letting go of things, you know? It's releasing, know. yes. It's very, And never yeah. see them again. It's so upsetting. <laughs> Every I time can't. he just hovers over the handle. Oh, <laughs> I take a photo, but I don't post oh. it. <laughs> She she hates any bathroom talk, so she's like cringing yeah, and dying I'm and thriving. Right. I'm thriving. A lot of people don't, so I apologize for that. No, I, no, no, I no don't apologize. apologize. I'm used to it because she talks about. I it need an all ally because we gotta normalize it for her. So okay. I can't. It I is it is natural, but it's gross, and we don't want to talk about the gross stuff. But yeah. involuntary <laughs> stuff, involuntary, a burp or a fart, it can be funny when it's from like a grandparent. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I agree you're at, at the table and they can't help it. They um, can't. No, it's natural. It's <laughs> yeah. just, and it's, it's being human. And it's just, I always laughed at the table when my grandmother did it. Um, 
And then, then it was the look in her face of how do you recoup after that? Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, what does one say? There is. Well, that's what's so funny. There is no recoup after that. It's done. It's my out. dad would. My dad would own it. My dad, uh, yeah. even, and he lived to 89. He should have lived longer. He was pretty miraculous. And he would just say, do you want me to die from the poison? I've got to get rid of the poison, Bob. <laughs> <I> gotta, <laughs> they got to get rid of the, the poison, poison, Ash. Right. Yeah, I so like that's, that that's, that's science. It's science. <laughs> I know. You know what, guys? I'm, I'm telling you, I've had friends give me the Everybody Poops book. I've had friends. <laughs> I like, hated for kids. that book. Yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> I got that like three years ago. How, it's on I'm, my shelf. Just kidding. You got three <laughs> years like, you ago. Need That's to, great. Yeah, very recently. Someone was like, Ash, you have to get over this. And I, I kept telling them, I was like, it's it's not something I can get. I don't it's like it. It's out of her control. She's I don't well, like it. Well, I have it. found, and I don't want to profile, and I don't want to say this, but most uh, audiences I've been through in my whole life, everywhere I've done it, stand-up uh, particularly, the ladies don't really love uh, the the poop humor and then sometimes I'll ask the audience and some there's always some lady that goes hell yeah and you know <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> but but not like this lady this this she oh, was yeah. off a she she sounded like she came from a pirate ship and and oh, so yeah. <laughs> it, it, that of course yeah. makes seven minutes of entertainment for all oh, so yeah, oh, yeah. great You're content like, yes. for you yeah yeah that's right. hilarious totally, right. totally i love i love our tangents already i, know, I just want to throw it out there this is great these have been Talk perfect all day. yes so i wanted to ask so you guys just did fuller house which i watched i loved it um was it weird getting back into that role? Because what was the gap between twenty years? Two? It was a twenty years, yeah. But I've so, done it. We've done it a bunch on different shows. We uh, oh, okay. We did, we did it on um, on uh, Jimmy Fallon, Dave, John, and myself. Um, I think everybody was there. I can't remember because I'm so narcissistic. But uh, <laughs> it might have been the three of us. And then we did a bit on Colbert also. Okay. Because it's you know it's those kind of television iconic shows yes. are fun to do and and yeah. Jimmy Kimmel I did it with Dave when that great actor that played Jamie Lannister um, oh yes in Game of Thrones he was upset um, over something that happened and in in the show I don't want to spoil alert it in case no one has seen Game of Thrones oh okay mm-hmm. but he was missing a hand and it was it was yeah. quite there was a lot of humor and he had relations with someone you didn't expect and and yes. that's what he was upset about it was a very funny sketch and we were consoling yeah. him and they put us in the wigs it looked like a pumpkin with a with a mop it was terrible <laughs> it was I was so miserable and they put me in the yeah. old sweater it's like don't put me in the sweater they, no Bob it'll be funnier uh, yeah no Bob wear the sweater Bob. <laughs> But two years in, I refuse to wear the sweater on the show. It doesn't matter. We want that first year look. Yeah, that, yeah, good yeah, for true. me. Well, that's hilarious. Anyway, it was so. But but no, we we gone back. I walked onto the set at Warner Brothers, and it was the same stage we were at the last four years of the real of the original oh, series. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Cool. We were originally at MGM in Culver City, which is now Sony, but then we were at Warner Brothers on the same exact stage where Friends mm-hmm. was after we left. So they yeah. inherited our amazing dressing rooms because we were doing so well. And, and Tom Miller and Bob Boyette, uh, may he rest in peace, the exec producers, they got us the best dressing rooms you could imagine on the stage, yeah. not in a trailer outside. And it was pretty wonderful. And um, those how nice we were all treated. 
And but when I walked back on the stage, and they were just starting to build the set, so the set set was there. I I was like, well, this is just weird. This yeah. is and, and and I got very emotional about it. I would think so. And I knew it was going to do well. But I one I gave a note to the construction department through the producer uh, Jeff Franklin, the exec producer who created the show, and um, the note was when you walked up the stairs in the kitchen because the house isn't even possible. It's like a twenty two hundred square foot house in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. The exterior <laughs> yeah, yeah, inside yeah, yeah. it's eight thousand square feet. So yeah. it's just not possible. It's uh-huh. but, yeah. But the stairs when you went up the stairs in the living room, they ended the they put a wall too soon so actors could had nowhere to go if they went up the stairs they would be on camera you'd see part of their body yeah so they didn't realize that they needed to build a reservoir and the same in the yeah. kitchen those stairs and and the same in the basement it just you get to the bottom and you would have seen the heads of the people uh yeah, at the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so what i did stair improvement is what i did there you I, go look at that's you. very practical he does well, it all it's, uh, you know I, I direct stuff i know when people have to have somewhere to go yeah. There used yeah, to yeah. be steps we could come down the other side because if you keep actors waiting upstairs after and for a whole scene, bad stuff happens. They just yeah. Yeah. They, they they say terrible stuff. They stick their gum to the wall. We had a gum yeah. wall. Yeah. yeah, we had a gum wall. <laughs> That's amazing. No, it's so it like I said, like when you're not in that world, it's so interesting to hear like the specifics like that. You know, like no one thinks like where do they go after they go up the stairs cuz the magic of TV and editing. Like yeah. you're like, oh, they just go straight to the hallway. What are you talking about? Yeah, you all know? houses in San Fran are that big. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it was, you know, when you see it, it is iconic for people, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And Stamos has a lot of the stuff, like a lot. He's got really? the red doors. He has the doors. He has the front doors. Really? Oh my gosh, that's cool. That's fun. All Did I you have keep is over there is, I have the, I could go show it to you, but I'd have to unplug. So I don't want to do that. No, you're good, you're good. I have the barometer that was next to the door. It's it's about oh. big, you know, like I don't know what it is, four feet tall. But it was yeah. a barometer that was from the Fuller House. I don't think it's the same one from Full House. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they would have kept the barometer in storage. And yeah. the couch was a years. different couch too. I think Stamos has the couch too. I think he has everything. Oh my that's gosh, so that's cool. so cool. I love that. <laughs> And then, he's got a um, lot of Disney stuff too. He's he's oh. he's a he's a real collector. You think yeah. Legos are a big deal? He's got like Dumbo <laughs> in his yard. Dumbo I in mean, his yard. I can't I can't compete with that. So I'll just no. Go it's stare hard at my to compete with him. He's so annoying. I mean, I, I, <laughs> uh, you know, I love him so much. And then he he called me a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was a month ago. I was like on a Friday night Facetime, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. man, I look like hell, mate quarantine hair was straight up like a rooster <laughs> i had a robe on i hadn't shaved i looked like you know i was just i should be outside uh yeah. just <laughs> roaming the streets and um and he at 11 o'clock at night he's in a black shirt he looks perfect i think he just yeah. moisturized you know i don't know just, i'm like what Glistening. the hell's wrong with you he said, i wanted yeah. to see you i said why do you look so good were you filming something yeah. no i'm just hanging out i said what are you a mannequin you get dressed <laughs> up at that. night <laughs> That's he's so he's crazy. a he's a he's such a good guy he's just you know yeah. he's a brother so is dave we're, we're brothers you know that's so we love that yeah because you do hear of people who on cast like even like romant romantic partners that hate each other in real life and have to like really put on a face for the show and i'm sure that adds so much 
more complication to providing like what is needed for a scene. So that's so cool that you guys have that genuine relationship. That's really cool. All, all of us do. All, all of us. I'm, I'm close literally with everybody. Um, I'm friends with everyone. When I'm in New York, I try to see Mary Kate and Ashley um, separately. If together, that'd be amazing. But it's just, mm-hmm. I can't be in New York. It's like I'm, I got two daughters there. It's like I'm, I'm, we're all excited when this time will pass. We want to live yeah. our lives and we want to oh, be in the moment. And the kids that are going back to school, we want them to, they need to be with kids. Yeah. We yeah. don't want to, but we don't want anybody to get sick. So that's really. Yeah, it's hard. It's a quite a conundrum, but um, yeah. but we'll get through it. People, some people think we won't, but that's, I'm not that doomsday, even no. though the world's on fire and uh, yeah. <laughs> horrific hurricanes and yeah. the disease. Cherry on top to an already great year. Yeah. It's amazing. There's all kinds of. I, I'm sure killer bees or ho- murder hornets or whatever. Oh, when coming. I heard that, I was like, that's it. Take that's me now. It. It's Take done. Take me now. It's over. They even showed like a six foot bat. There was a six foot one that looked like a person. And I'm Both like, and it, but it's not called a bat. It's something else. And I'm like, I don't know what you do with that, but I don't want to see it. I don't know what this, to do with that. <laughs> give it to Carol Baskin in a hotel yeah. room. You know? By the way, she, she was on, just on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if you saw yeah, that's I was great. tripping out. Thoughts I, on that? I tweeted I was, they should have that because OJ wasn't available. They had her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She killed my her mom, husband. I know. My mom's so cute. She goes, yeah, there's this weird lady who keeps acting like she's a cat. Like, I don't get who she is. And so she asked me to look to see if I knew. And I was like, what is happening right now? Like, wh- how, why was she a choice for yeah. this? Like, how I don't understand. Because yeah. we're talking suspect. about it. Because we're talking about That's it. True. And, uh-huh. That's and true. we yeah. are in not a good time. I don't know what to believe. I honestly I, don't know what to believe. It's Yeah, yeah. literally no one does. It's so crazy. Yeah. Um, speaking of, that just reminded me of TikTok. Oh, yeah. You're on TikTok. You I saw am, your TikTok. And I like it. Howie Mandel said, get on there. It's fun. And then and yeah. my <laughs> wife, Kelly, said, get on there, Bob. You, you'll have fun. You get to do some of your yeah. dumb stuff you like to do. And I got a lot of kid in me, so I like to do stuff like that. But then, of course, now I hear that uh, it's being the president's taking it down in four days or something. Yeah. You, you always hear That's that. What I and heard. then they yeah. sued him, and then another company is buying it, Oracle's buying it. So I don't know how he could insist to get taken. I don't believe that, that he ordered it to get. I don't know what. I, I, yeah. I like it. I think there are going to be a lot of pissed off people if they take it off like a lot yeah it's it's such a huge source of entertainment now and we were watching yours great lip syncing skills by the way prime prime time it takes time it It takes time i mean i last one i did was with dr phil because he was telling people don't call me that was so funny that was funny (laughs) but it took like 45 minutes which is you know and i got time it's quarantine but uh (laughs) yeah we all have time i don't know it's if people think of you that way in a paternal way because maybe they didn't have a dad or they just yeah. didn't have a dad that treated them like the idealized two-dimensional version that I played on that show. Yes. And I played yeah. a lot of dads. So the shows just didn't last, but they were great shows. There was one I did called Raising Dad, a sitcom. And it should okay. it should be on, it should have been on for 10 years. It was um, uh, Jerry Adler from The Sopranos. He played Hesh. And my daughters were Kat Dennings and Brie Larson. Okay. Uh, right, and Megan yeah. Good was on it, and um, and it was uh, written by Jonathan Katz, Doctor Katz, and um, now you might know it was an animated show. It used to be on Comedy Central, and uh, Norman Steimer, great 
film screenwriter. So it was a really good show. We did 24, and it was popular in London. And then mm-hmm. it was the WB, so before the CW. Yeah. So they didn't pick it up. But that show was probably one of the better family sitcoms I did. Dang. Yeah, that's true. Showbiz is beautiful. Drama. You guys don't even think about it. You get to talk to people. You just talk. Do you have a lot of people that are showbiz people, or do you talk more to people that call that kind of thing? So, yeah, no, it literally... That's what's so cool is because every, like, we'll never run out of content because it's just, like, humans writing in. So we'll have, like, you know, a guy who's dealing with a boss at work or we'll have a girl who did something on a first date and she doesn't know how to recover. Or we have people dealing with depression and eating disorders or we have, like, embarrassing moments that get sent in. So it's literally, like, the range of people is unlimited it's which extreme. is really cool yeah i think when it first started we both wanted this to be more of like a light-hearted kind of not comp not straight comedy but more of a comedic feel about like just sharing stories of embarrassing moments mm-hmm. and being able to like laugh at it talk through it and us give advice on like what we would do in that situation and then i think the community really became really tight kind of intimate and now people are just being super vulnerable and sharing very serious stories that they're going through and um it wasn't what I think we were expecting right off the bat but at the same time we loved it so um it was very organic yeah it'll we just kind of like bob and flow with it Mm -hmm. yeah if it it comes in serious it's fine I'll have a conversation with someone that's more well known and then I'll call people and see how they're doing and there's one coming out uh, tomorrow, I think, and it's uh, very emotional. It's like people are really hurting. Um, oh, yeah. And then you hear people that aren't. They're just, you know, getting through it and or come up yeah. with like, I don't care. I don't wear a mask. You know, I go to I go yeah. to Costco. You know, it's like, yeah, I go to Costco. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, okay. Oh, my gosh. Did they do see it? They probably don't do samples at Costco. Nah. So no, why do people even go think, to Costco? <laughs> I don't what's think the, a wait, Hickory Farm point? store is open. You know Hickory <laughs> Farm? Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. You walk Hickory in, Farm. there's cheese and salami nut log rolls. And I don't yeah. think they're given any of that. With the jam and crackers that everyone would just, like, Ew. help themselves to. I hated Ooh. the jam and crackers. <laughs> yeah. Or the, like, the, like, chicken jalapeno taquitos. And they'd just be like chopped up, like <laughs> really tiny. Yeah, out. everything's yeah. chopped up. So you know that person just chopped it up and they're paying them <laughs> yeah. to hand it out with little crappy toothpicks. Yep, <laughs> yep. And crappy I would always picks. go for the salami because, you know, that's yeah. a piece of salami. And that's what, you know, and that poor piece of cheese. But yeah, if it's like a shrimp, it's like, oh, I'm going to get sick. Yeah, How that's long just was that sitting it? out there really? Yeah, you exactly. Know, no watching you. And where I was it before it. then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you yeah. can get sick from shrimp. Uh huh. Oh, totally. But my my high school was right down the street from a Costco, and when we were seniors and you know allowed to leave the campus, which is just asking us to like do stupid stuff, we used to walk to the Costco and we would first go in and like get a round of samples. Then we would like tie our hair up different and like switch jackets and get like another round. Like it was just like a fun like scavenger hunt for us. Like, I got two smoothies. (laughs) It's an adventure, that store. I became, Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't want to go, and I did because I was dating somebody, and I joined, and my membership just expired, and I'm so excited about it. Congratulations. They locked you you in. What a big moment for you. With a big bulk shopping cart, and it's (laughs) like, what? I just want to get the hot dogs with the, the skins on. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's all. Yeah, <laughs> and then trash bags. Yeah, yeah. The in things bulk. you need in bulk: hot dogs and trash bags. That's it. Naturally. I mean, and actually, I didn't even eat them. I just threw them in the trash bags. So there you it was go. Great. Yeah, it's just the circle of life, right? It, it's the circle of life. Costco <laughs> is the circle of life. But they do. But a lot of times when you're doing, um, now this is a showbiz thing, but when you're fortunate enough to be in show business and they have like craft service and they, sometimes they would just do Costco stuff and you go, this is, this sub sandwich that's 12 feet long is so yeah. good. Where'd you get it? They go Costco. And I go, my God, they're the best chefs ever. <laughs> <laughs> they really mastered the sub, the quality sub. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, I didn't eat, I wouldn't eat a hamburger from Kmart. You know, but here I we mean, are. yeah, that's that's probably why you're still alive, to be honest. That you have when that I good health. Health. <laughs> that's, I think I've, I've really got quality control on my diet. Yeah. <laughs> there was a store called Woolworths, which you maybe have seen in old movies and stuff, okay. and it went bankrupt. But Woolworths had a they had notions. They had a notions department, which sold like thread and thimbles and needles, like rows of it, because people like to sew. And okay. You're right. So you can imagine the amount of money they were raking in. You yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. aisles of needles and, uh, <laughs> well, CVS has that, but it's different. Um, yeah. But, but there was a snack bar in every Woolworths. Like, people went there to eat, so the whole store smelled like grilled cheese. And oh, wow. Ooh, I'm okay with that. I, I think Board of Health might have closed it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in many ways, things are better. Once we get through this, damn horrible thing and businesses can all come back mm -hmm. that's i think that's going to be fun for so many people that's going to oh, feel good a for so thousand many percent people. i just yeah. miss people i just miss yeah. like i just miss like casual conversations waiting in the grocery line like people yeah. don't talk to me when i go grocery shopping people avoid yeah. you know you yeah, just yeah, avoid yeah. each other so it's like well, well i miss that and people are arguing with each other in lines <sighs> You know, so it's mean. really, it's a hostile time and I don't, I yeah. don't function well. And so, and okay. I want someone to look forward to, we all want to look forward to something yeah. and people are still going on vacations. They're just being very selective how they're doing it. There are safe mm -hmm. ways to do it, yeah. uh, but money's down for a lot of people. So they can't yeah. go. Have it's you guys gone right anywhere? Now. Yeah, we, we actually went to, we did a staycation. We went to Malibu and we got a house, um, like an Airbnb and just stayed there for a few days. It wasn't, um, I feel like we've gone on, like Taryn and I have been so blessed to go on some amazing trips in the past. So this was very different for us, but it was actually, I think one of our favorite vacations. And then we also, a friend's birthday, we went up to the, to Mammoth and um, got an Airbnb up there as well. And it was the same thing. Like it was just us in the house. We were cooking, cleaning, playing mm -hmm. games, like just having a good time. And it felt like we were just living life there instead. And it was so refreshing to be somewhere else that wasn't home. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that that's was like the, the biggest thing. That's the best takeaway from this whole thing. If, if you're not killing each other as a family that's in the same house <laughs> or, you know, dad, I hate you. You know, that's not something you want to hear, but you guys are besties. So <laughs> yeah. when you're, and, and, but people that are together, you got to fight. I mean, there's no way that it's not yeah. going to happen. Cause who's yeah. going, where do you, right. well, I'm going out in the yard. Well, you can't cause the air quality is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, they're so bad. Yeah. We're stuck. <laughs> well, right then now. I'm going upstairs, and then people go, "We don't have an upstairs," you know. Yeah. yeah, but but it's I I I think it has brought people together more, and even yeah. Zoom and FaceTime has made people talk more. People that I yeah. haven't been in contact with, I'm like, "Oh, how are you? Let's do you want to do you want to 
smoke a cigar or have I have a thing yeah. with a bunch of gentlemen um, that I love and Norman Lear who just won an Emmy of uh, 98 years old for awesome. uh, live in front of a studio audience that he does all in the family and, and um, the Jeffersons and Jimmy Kimmel produces it with him on ABC and he just won it and I was with him for lunch that day and he was he was just so giggly and he was giggly he was nominated he and then I called him but he has We've all become, for, I've been doing it for like five years where we, I think that long, where we do a Zoom. So there's like up to 12 of us and yeah, different people have participated. Stamos has, John Mayer has, but it's a lot of great musicians, Rick Braun and David Cause and a lot of amazing musicians. And we usually we get together and sing for hours, but that's awesome. That's so fun. And we smoke cigars. We call it cigar night, but some people don't smoke cigars. But yeah. we lately have been doing Zooms for the past, mm-hmm. since since March. And Zoom has been the godsend to 2020. Yeah, it's really seriously. wonderful to connect with people with Zoom. You get to see your friends, your family. Yeah. And I don't think you'd, I wouldn't be contacting some of the people. And doing a podcast, you get to contact people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so true. I think about, yeah, some of the people where... I was talking to them more frequently when life was normal aren't necessarily the ones that I'm talking to frequently now because, you know, other friends are stepping up more of being like, you know, FaceTiming and talking checking in on. So it's just, it's a different form of communication. And it's been interesting to see the people who you just kind of don't hear from, you know, as frequent. And then now others that are like, hi, how are you really doing? You know, not just, what are you up to? Because we when, there's only so doing, many ways you can answer that. Well, did you see that movie? The um, the oh, let me look it up because I it's it's quite um, amazing. Oh, um, is it the new one that just came out? Yeah, it's about quite so- great. It's on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. The social, social dilemma. dilemma. Yes. I haven't. I'm a little scared to um, watch it, but yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I was talking about it with friends yesterday, and they said it's kind of changed their entire mentality on it. They want, I mean, obviously they said it scared them and they kind of wanted to delete everything. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's good to have a positive, like if you're being a positive influence, it's good to be out there. Um, but just, I guess being more aware and having your antennas out and just being very careful with what you allow yourself to digest. Cause in our heads, scrolling is just scrolling, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're seeing it, you know, it's affecting you. We try so hard to like find this balance in our podcast, especially our heavier episodes, because obviously those are all like part of life. You have to deal with the mess that comes with in, with life, but also the good. And so we try to like balance out, you know, I end every episode with a dad joke because that's just my humor. And then um, we also have this segment called tearing it up because um, you don't know me well, but I am a very awkward person that bad things happen to that I always think someone's like filming me because I'm like this is not real life and so I started sharing that part of me because I'm not ashamed of how embarrassing I am and um we had so many writers writing in oh my gosh that's happened to me or here's an embarrassing moment and so it ended up turning into its own segment called tearing it up and that's you know where people just say awkward embarrassing things so that's been fun to have that as kind of like a cushion that's a, too because like you said thing because none yeah. of people us need to just laugh too because it's like yeah. more than so ever much heaviness yeah and it and, and if 
I've had so many embarrassing things. You know, it's like, and I'm always the guy that steps in at the worst. I'm, I'm a fool. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, it's like a joke. It's like, I, do you want to hear one of those stories? I would love to. Absolutely. Love to. Uh, You're going to give you, us a tearing it up right now. I'm going to give you a tearing it up. Um, <laughs> uh, there was a, a, a friend of mine and we were on vacation in Hawaii and we went to the uh, steam room together and he was with his sons and they're like, uh, sons to me kind of like nephews that I love mm-hmm. and we're all in the steam room and then we leave and everybody's going to go do whatever they do take a shower and I thought I'd be a funny guy and um, and attack him in the shower uh, he was taking a shower and I got a towel made it wet and I was going to flick him with the towel and yeah. I opened the door and I screamed and I said you know put your hands in the air mother uh, blanker yeah. <laughs> and uh, I snapped the towel and a man screams, and it wasn't my friend. Shut <gasps> up. And then, um, <laughs> all of a sudden, he comes walking by me, and he's got a towel on. He's just putting on, like, cologne. And he goes, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know how you do it. And then, a little more time goes by, and then I see him go into another part of the locker room, and I figure I'll do it again to him no. yeah right this time right and i oh, and no. this time i try to scare him and throw like a a, a razor with no blade on it at him a okay. plastic one yeah and, okay and it, it's the same guy that i tortured in the shower no, it wasn't no. him. i did it twice and then all of a sudden out of nowhere my friend goes by and he goes I, it's impossible i don't know how you did it again you just did it again it, that's like the one of the worst things i ever did Oh my god! I mean, it's just so lame. It's like really be careful if you're gonna prank somebody. Make sure it's the person. It's the person. Double check first before going in. Wow! But the commitment that you had—you were like, "I'm gonna get him." Astounding! Oh hell yeah! Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's what you have to do, right? I mean, those towel whips are not. Those are no joke, especially if the towel's damp. So, do we know what body part you contacted on the stranger? His his butt was facing me, so I did not. (laughs) uh, I did snap. I did not snap a vital uh, part of him. Yeah, that's that's good. I did not ruin his chances for reproducing. Right, Uh, right. That's you know the most important thing right there. See, when I do weird stuff, I just walk away and they're like, what was wrong with that girl? Like, yeah. I don't have, you know, luckily, yeah. not yet, a face. And mine turns out sometimes to be a tweet. Do you realize yeah. what you- <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, we're very excited because we had someone submit a funny story. Oh, And yes. we wanted to kind of give you a glimpse into what our podcast is kind of like and right. um read it to you and then you know since since you're the funny guy we thought you could commentate you could just kind of <laughs> sit there enjoy it maybe we could g- give you a good laugh for a chance that could be fun please absolutely yes yeah, so this is a tearing it up from an anonymous a lot of, a lot of our writers are anonymous which totally get it so we're just gonna dive in yep Hello, you two beautiful ladies. First of all, I am obsessed with both of you, and I am always blown away with how much I get out of every episode. I know. I'm so excited to see where both of you go, and I'm honored to have been here since day one. We love a day one. So nice. So is that the question? That's the question. That's it. The end. We actually are a podcast that we just ask people to write nice stuff to us, and then we take it straight to our heads. We're the narcissists. That's it. Okay. 
This story happened years ago when I was in sixth grade for some context. I would like to remain anonymous because not only do I know people who listen to your pod, I am also trying to make sure that this secret dies with me. <laughs> Too many people and animals to apologize to. Oh, gosh. Okay. It was a summer evening full of promise. I had just spent a full day swimming with my bestie. We'll call her Mallory. You know those friendships where a side of you comes out with them that no one else sees and how it gets even worse the later in the night when you reach new levels of being delirious and things that aren't funny are magically hilarious. Yeah, well, that's the level we were at on this fateful night. I feel like we have that. We definitely have that. Do Do you get that? That's our relationship. Yeah, With certain friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're you're in syncopato. You even answered at the same time a couple times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The same response. There we go. Well, I think that's what you get when you're best friends. You live together. You have a podcast together, and you work together. It's a lot. It's, a, it's lot. a lot. I don't know how we don't. Know <laughs> I don't know how. Honestly. I don't know how we're here. To be to be real honest, we should be studied. Yeah, you know, ah, like psychologists. Yeah. How do they do it? It's all me. But we're okay. So here comes um, the dramatic part, right? The, yeah. There's yeah. something dramatic coming oh, up in her in her it's, thing. It's happening. Don't worry. My parents were very, (laughs) (laughs) let's say, health conscious, so sugary drinks were a no-go growing up. However, Mallory's mom would always make this raspberry sugary nectar from the gods, and I would load up when I was at her house. Late that night, we were hanging out in Mallory's living room. Oh, wait, there was also one other person there. We will call her Lizzie and Mallory's freaking hot brother, my forbidden crush, Garrett. There's always a guy there. There's always a brother. I was sitting on their brand new family couch. It was vintage looking floral print and Mallory's mom's favorite possession at the time. We were making up dances and just messing around when all of a sudden Garrett, yes, hot, unreachable love of my life, Garrett, tries to do the splits in the middle of our dance routine. And as he hit the floor, he straight up rips one, which we were talking about that. We were talking about Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm psychic when it comes to butt sounds. Yeah, <laughs> butts. You knew that's the oh, best way I've ever heard. Oh, it. I knew. <laughs> I don't know what it is about farts, especially when you're in middle school. That is so funny. But right. needless to say, we all lost it. There is a level of laughter that you only hit a few times in your life. That gut wrenching, tear streaming, can't breathe, convulsing silently type of laughter. And let's just say I reached it. Within moments of my lover's windbreaking, I felt it happening. My innocent, sugar-free bladder was now filled to the brim with sweet, sweet raspberry juice of the gods. Oh, was God. starting to combust. I can't. She <laughs> writes juice so of well. the gods is hilarious. <laughs> I wanted to run to the bathroom, but I knew any movement was cause an explosion. So I sat on that pretty couch and prayed that if God would let me out of this, I would confess to my mom I drank a sugary beverage. <laughs> but my prayers were not answered and without warning it happened I sat there in my own warmth and could feel my puddle spreading through every floral fiber beneath me floral fiber (laughs) but it's a floral print I mean it might not show it, it might, might not, not show. It might it not. Might it depends not on how light of a color, I guess. I guess. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I sat there trying to think of a way to get out of this. Then a brilliant plan came into my head. I stood up for a couple seconds, then sat in the same spot I had just been sitting on for like 10 minutes and shot up and screamed, Oh, shot up and screamed. When they asked what happened, I dramatically said, Oh my God, I think Archie peed on the couch. <laughs> you might be asking yourself, 
who the hell is Archie? Archie was Mallory's eight-year-old German shepherd. Right. Who, she blamed the dog. <laughs> who no. by the way, had not entered the living room in hours. <laughs> no. So I acted fully disgusted and was asked to show them. I turned around, showed them my fully soaked khaki-covered backside. <laughs> khaki. <laughs> oh, God. All the, this is the worst part. All this commotion caused Mallory's dad to come in to see what was going on, to which I again explained, Archie peed on the couch and I sat in it. Mallory's dad then proceeded to pick up the couch cushion, hold it to his face and take a sniff. No. (laughs) A piece of me died at that very moment. He then says, yeah, it smells like pee and everyone starts cracking up. Mallory let me borrow a pair of pants and underwear, and I still to this day don't know if they fully believed me that it was the dog. I've kept the secret all this time and was never able to look poor Archie in the eyes after that day. Thank you for being weirdos who helped me embrace my most shameful moments in life. Love, Anonymous. Oh, my God. Anonymous. (laughs) I think that's amazing. She's a very good writer. Uh, She's a very good writer. Yeah. I can't even imagine too, just like watching that happen and being like, no, don't no, smell. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, just like terrified. I would have run. Why didn't she just run to the bathroom? That's the thing. I, that's what I was. I mean, I guess it depends. Like it depends on the house. Was there a bathroom close by? Like yeah. that would have been a cool detail to that hear. That would have been a good one um, too. But if yeah. it's a floral couch, I think there's a bathroom nearby. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point but it sounds yeah, like yeah. it's also there's a carpeting on the floor if he's doing a leg split that's not a hardwood floor <laughs> yeah that's definitely not a tile situation right yeah i love that that's a detail i wouldn't have right. made the connection right, right, right. yeah i'm like a private i'm like guess for you when it comes to this yeah. you know? like, i'm gonna break this down i'm gonna tell you where you went wrong <laughs> you start with a fart and then you work your way into her chain reaction yes <laughs> I yes. just hate cutting to the image of the father sniffing the pillow. That's yeah, just that's the part I was like, no, no, more not real. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on here with us. This has been. I loved it. You guys so are cool. so sweet and so delightful and so easy <gasps> to talk you. to. And I'm, I hope I didn't talk Stop too much. I, I do that also. Not at all. Nah. It was perfect. It was perfect. This. Is, I mean, this is great. I haven't told my family yet that this is happening because I just want to like get a screenshot and just send it with no context and then be like, what's what's happening? Yeah. Well, send them my best. Tell them I'd love to come over to their house and do the splits and let one out. And oh uh, my gosh! And then they could all just every (laughs) ruin the floral couch. (laughs) (laughs) Every family gathering. That's what we do. (laughs) All of the furniture in my house has a floral pattern. Oh, it (laughs) is. Oh, it is. (laughs) Many bathrooms, many floral couches. Yes. <laughs> well, stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you Thank so you, you much too. for being on the podcast with us. I and, loved uh, it. Thank yeah. you. Can, um, would you like to shout out just your podcast where people can kind of keep track of what you're up to nowadays? Yes, it's done. It's produced by the same wonderful people that do your Studio Seventy One. Yes. I know, and, same family. Uh, it's uh, they're great people, and it's yes. uh, called Bob Saget's Here for You. It's weird to say my name in a title. What am I going to yeah. do? <laughs> yeah. And. Um, and it's uh, it's on. Uh, I release one. Oops, <laughs> when I do the splits, I release one. Uh, no, oh. it, it, <laughs> Mondays and Thursdays it comes out, and, and um, okay. And it's everywhere. You know, it's on. You know where you get your podcasts. It's yeah. literally everywhere. It's wherever and you get your podcast. I don't think they want you to say one giant company and then another giant company at the same yeah. time. Yeah, but it's on Just all the giant everywhere. companies at the same time. 
Yeah. All the things. And you can find us. We're there. Right. Right. And it's, uh, it's, I'm just trying to help people through the same thing you're doing. You, yeah. I'm there to listen and hopefully make people laugh and give them a little refuge. And then sometimes it gets serious. I mean, if I'm having certain people on, um, yeah. You know, certain guests are. It's going to be serious. You know, it's it's going to go there. I had D.L. Hughley yeah. on and Bill Maher and Lawrence O'Donnell, so that gets into heavier areas. And then I'll have on, you know, Bill Burr or John Mayer or you know, just different friends, and it'll be a yeah. totally different kind of thing. That's what I love yeah. about it. Also, it's always a different, completely different. It's like we're chameleons, depending yeah. on who you're talking to and what you're talking about. So um, yeah, I love it. I love it a lot. So thank you. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on starting your podcast. I know. Welcome to the podcast Thanks. family. Welcome to the podcast family. You have a I great mean, voice for it, by the yeah. way. There's only five million of us in it. Yeah. <laughs> only five million. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since quarantine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Everyone. It's like everyone has a podcast. Yeah. Well, stay stay well. And of course, vote eight times because we're allowed to do that. And yep. <laughs> I've got 40 mailboxes in my backyard. Um, 40 yeah. <laughs> yeah i took i gotta them. get on and, that and just be safe and um uh, and hope everybody's okay and yeah in your lives you. and everything thank you thank you you too i can't believe you spent every moment together i can't believe i it. know it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> there's times there's times where i'm like i need five i need five minutes like <laughs> i'm gonna watch a movie in my room i just need a second also to like paint a picture for you uh we, we live in a house and our rooms are directly across the hall from each other. So if like, <laughs> if we need them, it's very much like, I'm going to go take a moment. <laughs> but I can hear everything she's doing. Yeah. That's why the podcast is so good. Cause you guys are like, probably it's not just you're showing up to do the podcast. You're, you got nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All our we desperation. need people to talk to. <laughs> Actually, this podcast has kept us sane. Seriously. <laughs> like we, we keep saying it's for everyone else, but it's really for us. Seriously. They're helping us through everything. Same here. Great. Yeah, same yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it does. It does as much, hopefully, for the listeners as it does for the people that love doing it, like us. Yeah. yeah. So, oh my gosh, agreed. Yeah. Well, continued uh, happiness and safety, and onward and upward. Thank onward you, sir. I don't know what that Have means. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't support it. <laughs> I feel like a superhero. Who was that? Who would say that? I don't Bob know. Saget just like takes yeah. off, soaring through the <laughs> <Onward>. air, right? <laughs> like Superman. <laughs> We Neutron. just watch him on what the screen, his, just like what Jimmy was his Neutron. Name? Jimmy Jimmy Neutron. Is it the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy My Neutron. My friend Steve Oderkirk made it. Maybe that's like that's what I should say is onward and upward, and literally, like you're saying, just fly out of just frame. Just like shoot out of frame. <laughs> yeah, just fly away. I love that. That's your new sign off. You should do that's that my new for, sign your next, for your next thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>